0: Welcome back, everyone, to S1E1, the show where each week we pick a different sitcom watch just the first televised episode, review it based on just what we learned from that episode alone, ignoring any knowledge we may or may not have about anything else that happened along that series run. This week, we're going to be talking about My Name is Earl. My Name is Earl went 96 episodes over four seasons on NBC. We're going to be talking about episode one, which was called Pilot, originally airing on September 20th, 2005. So to start things off, I'm your host Jay Gags. With me as always the guys, Joe Ferg, Gordo, and that's it again, Nick is still not here. Uh we will reach out to him for his green letter cancel, but he is still away on assignment, so just the four of us again this week. For those of you who are only listening in to hear what Nick had to say, we'll catch you next week. So, to start things off guys, my name is Earl. Has anybody not watched the show?
1: You got great boobs, Peggy. I missed my spot there. Usually, <laughs> oh, yeah, it I didn't say what's up, everyone.
0: <laughs> so okay, so one. everyone, everyone seen my name Is Earl? <laughs> yeah. Before yeah, watching the it. pilot. Yep. Yep. All right. Yeah, this is a show I'm pretty familiar with in its original run. Uh, I watched it the whole series through, but I will do my best to ignore everything, and we're going to just talk about episode one today. Again, the pilot episode. So we're going to just get right to it right now starts intro there's a family pulling up to a gas station you see the scruffy dude walking into uh the gas station convenience store so the family kind of hesitates and doesn't want to go in at that point we hear some narration i copied it down so allow me to read it real quick to give you the setup for this show at this point we hear you know that guy you see going in the convenience store when you stop off at a little town on the way to grandma's house a sort of shifty looking fellow who buys a pack of smokes a couple of lotto scratches and a tall boy at 10 in the morning The kind of guy you wait for to come out before you and your family go in? Well, that guy is me. My name is Earl. And if you took the time to really get to know me, find out what kind of person I truly am instead of just stereotyping me because of the way I look, well, you'd be wasting your time because I'm exactly who you think I am. Hell, I'll pretty much steal anything that isn't nailed down. So right there, we get a good vibe for um, the who this main character is, right? We learn who Earl is right in the first few seconds. He's not your typical uh, good guy main character. But right from the start, I'm kind of intrigued, right? Sure. Yeah, a yeah. white Jason trash rules.
1: He looks amazing. He's got an amazing mustache. If I could grow a mustache like that instead of one that looked like John Waters, I would be so happy and I would grow a mustache. But unfortunately <laughs> that is not what I was blessed with.
0: As someone who has a mustache that thick presently, it's not all it's cracked up to be. Cause it gets in your mouth and it's, it's troublesome that when you try to eat. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So re- as he's doing this whole explanation, we're seeing uh, Earl robbing the car of the family. Right. And you know, he, he just bolts it outside uh, as this is all happening. Uh, so, you know, Family was hesitant to go into the store, walks in when he finally leaves. He robs the car, bolts out. I love the, the dad, th- sort of
1: like ushers the pair the kids in too. He's yes. like very protective with his arms around them, like go, 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 go. go. Like, like the inside of the convenience store side. is going to be any less sketchy than the outside. Like, you know what I mean?
2: I, I also like how he stole the uh, American flag. He's like, I'll steal anything that's not nailed down. And he's like looking at like he- he the he American flag it, like, and he's
1: like, this, hey? but he's like, sure,
2: why not? Yeah, yeah, I like that. I also On feel like I've person. bought,
1: I've made that purchase before too. Like a tall boy, a pack of cigarettes, and scratch tickets at ten in the morning. I've a thousand percent made
3: that. Purchase. My name is
0: Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that, and yeah, uh, as you mentioned earlier, Jason Lee. I love Jason Lee. Rats is probably one of my favorite movies of all time. I absolutely love Mallrats, so I'm a big Jason Lee fan, and I was really glad to see him in this role. I think he was perfect in it. Um, right off the bat. And, he's like uh, a double yeah.
1: guy for me because I love him as a skateboarder too.
0: All oh, right, like, I actually have um a Jason Lee Tech Deck still in my uh in my den, uh, the old school board.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah, I've got a I when when he just like reissued all the stereo skateboards a few years ago. It was like one of the first things I bought was a new stereo nice. skateboard, and then um, I had something else about him there that just lost. You know, the he's a Scientologist. Like, like, former, no, he stopped being a Scientologist, former. and that's when I bought the skateboard. I feel like I can give him my money again. Yeah, um, he, but you know, also. Did is is i mean i guess for me i think i, I knew him as a skateboarder first because he was in stuff like the blind video days movie and i knew of the skateboard that was like the company first
0: ever skateboard video right was that Blind video days is that the I, first? I knew him from more no
1: no no there were skateboard like all the bones were gave videos in the 80s were predated that by like 10 years but it was the first one of that i think of the 90s to really catch on with everybody where everybody was like oh okay wow this is like new skateboarding right because it was right. the first big video of the sort of smaller boards different style of skating whereas the bones brigade stuff was more the 80s transitioning out into the 90s because they started early um, but yeah right and then we all started watching mall rats and all those movies around the same time together right and i think we've all been pretty big jason lee fans ever since
0: yeah yeah for sure
3: it's weird though you don't usually see like i mean this is around the height of his popularity maybe a little after uh but you don't you don't see like a big stock go to tv that fast like from movies
0: yeah i mean he was like that he was at a certain level of celebrity right because he was um he was primarily only at movies but he wasn't like an a-lister right so you you go from the guy who starred in a few movies but like he wasn't like working non-stop non-stop yeah. to getting a lead in a very established show that you know we'll get into the rest of the cast but it looked like they put a lot of effort into really assembling a, a quality show so not like totally weird at that point this is right when that changeover is kind of happening where the lines between tv actors and movie actors are starting to get a little blurry yeah. and this
1: is probably a little bit when the stars started like the movie roles probably got a little worse like i think the probably the biggest movie or closest movie to this was that movie stealing harvard
3: i love that movie. oh with tom green
1: With tom green yeah i love it Saw in the theater great movie but you know what i mean like in 2005 or whatever the tom green thing was pretty much waning i still love it Did you got just fingers say still casserole <laughs>
0: Called you an asshole. I heard casserole. All right. So, so to move on from the scene, he runs off. We see him. Uh, it does a flashback, uh, flashback to 1999. And you see him at a bar. And uh, he's with the actress is Jamie Presley, and it's the love interest that they're establishing. He just looks at her while they're drunk and he just goes, You got great boobs, Peggy. (laughs) She corrects (laughs) him, uh, and says that her name's Joy. So he just goes, Oh, you got great boobs, Joy. I love to just
1: guess a name game. Yeah. You've got a chance of getting it right. (laughs) Might be
0: Peggy. Yeah. You never know. And she just kept feeding him drinks, apparently. And then they drove to Vegas and get married. And then there's this nice shot right after where you see him hovering over the toilet sick after this crazy night of drinking excessively and getting married in Vegas. And he looks over to find that Joy is six months pregnant. And she just got him roped into a marriage to take care of this child that she was about to have. Yeah, love the, I love the drunk. line of been- that part
3: too. This is like, uh, but uh, some people might think getting drunk and accidentally marrying a woman that's six months pregnant is a good reason to stop drinking. Personally, uh, I think it's a good reason to keep drinking. Yeah,
0: and the show is like, shiny, he's not wrong. Drunken hand I mean, reaching true. to the can while he's still over the toilet. Yeah, it was really good. Like, rewound that, like, 10 times to get that line right, by the way. Can you
1: imagine being that drunk, though? I feel like we've all been pretty drunk in the past, but to not notice that a girl was six months pregnant is pretty blind drunk.
0: I was going to say, I, I've i probably been that drunk because I've been, I've, been drunk, drunk. I've been drunk to a point where my brain stopped working, and, <laughs> like, I don't remember everything that happened. Oh, so. I've
1: blacked out, like, 10,000 times. Yeah. I still feel like there would have been the part of me that was like, okay, that's six months pregnant. Maybe walk away from that. That's the no, funny no, blackouts, man.
0: No. You just find out the next day what you did.
1: It's like time travel.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We, we had a few of those. I, I, that could be a whole podcast in itself. Yeah, we could just I go over every time out and did some, some uh, outlandish stuff. His videos. <laughs>
1: I, I don't think some of those stories need to be on a podcast, honestly. Yeah. No.
0: Let's
2: not document yeah. some of them. Those
3: we'll we'll are the YouTube. That, yeah. That's YouTube content.
0: <laughs> we'll annu- we'll <laughs> announce some of his uh, anonymous stories I was sent to him. Yeah. So she didn't remember anything about the father other than the fact that he drove a Ford, so when the child was finally born a few months later, they named him Dodge, which I thought was a, a funny I got a good chuckle out of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I did Me too. And then uh, and this is all kind of like weird. So so to you know, to kind of bring this together, this whole thing feels like a long intro. Like the whole episode, the first 10 minutes of the episode felt like the intro.
2: Yeah. So I was gonna say there's a lot of information crammed in this first couple of minutes. Yeah,
0: it's so beginning a
3: Raymond
2: last week.
0: Yeah, but Raymond was more like Raymond an intro. This. Like you knew it was the intro. It was a cutaway from the house, and he was talking about his life, and, and then it cuts back in into the house. This is, I mean, this isn't standard like um, three camera sitcom television, so it's filmed a little more cinematically. But the, his narration was going on throughout the episode, but specifically in the first you know five to ten minutes of the episode, it just felt like. A long intro the whole time because they were really catching you up on everything that's gone on right they're trying to bring you into this world and they they took their time with it and let it breathe instead of cramming it all in like a a one minute spot yeah they do a very
3: good job with it too very good world building
0: yeah even though yeah it was a little unconventional the way they went about it i think it worked pretty well i love the
1: narration too and part of it i think is jason lee just has a great voice yeah, yeah. Mm. like it makes Nails you. It, it. it helps you follow. Like some some shows, I think that helps a lot, right? You just have somebody talking to you the whole way through, sort of guiding you along, like an audiobook, and you're like, yep. "Yeah, okay, that makes sense." And his voice, yeah, like is the Wonder so Years. if yeah, this is like a very bizarro or gordo <laughs> Bobo Wonder Years.
3: <laughs> Out of here with that. Yeah,
2: no one, no one knows Bobo.
3: Bobo,
2: Bobo, Sonny <laughs> Bobo. Bobo? Bobo. Bobo. <laughs> <laughs> Bobo.
0: So now, Bobo? So now it was, um it was Earl's turn to get Joy pregnant. Uh, So we thought and then they do the bit where they're in the hospital and it's baby time and the baby comes out and the baby is a very different shade than Earl is the baby is not uh, not of a Caucasian father. Uh, This is a very black child. This is not Earl's baby.
2: No, no. And I like how he still names him Earl Jr. Anyways, <laughs> that's the best that. part
0: of it. The fact that they go along because they're like, well, we knew it was going to be a boy beforehand. So we went ahead and named him Earl Jr. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and she kind of has this whoops face when he comes out. Like she she knew what was going to happen. And she wasn't like, um, it wasn't like, it was very comedic. Like for a show like this, I mean, obviously it, there's not a lot of weight and heaviness to the show. It's not a lot of, you know, fun behind it. So when this baby pops out, it's not like this big dramatic reveal that she's been cheating. She just kind of gives the oops face and they just kind of move on from there, which is fine for, for the tone of the show.
1: Yeah. Such a good, like, I don't care. I don't want to do the effort, go along to get along mentality where he just goes with all this stuff and just like, well, all
3: right, whatever. That's what we're doing now. Says it's because he believes in the sanctity of marriage.
0: Yes. Cause they show him present day 2005 and he's just kind of sitting lifeless on the couch and the two kids are just running around screaming and yeah, he's just, um, he made a commitment, right, to be married. So he's going to stand by that. And then in that scene, we also find out that his brother is uh, living with him as well. And that's kind of another thing. Like, how could I just leave her? She's okay with the fact that my brother sleeps on the couch. And it's uh, Ethan Supley, who was also in Mallrats. So Jason Lee and Ethan Supley, um reunited again with my also name is Frankie
3: own. the Enforcer.
0: Yes, and son of Vader for the Boy Meets World fans out there.
1: And also quite the turn in American History X. That's one of those things that like you can't unsee. When I first saw that movie and we were just like, Hey, look, it's the guy from Mall Rats. that you're like, Oh my god, it's the guy from Mallrats!" Rats. Yes. Yeah. This is crazy. <laughs> and now he's so funny and he's in so much stuff. He's in the ranch, which I'm sure we'll cover eventually.
0: But I yeah, guess you guys a- seem really he's excited. I mean, he's never also a jackboy now.
3: If you see him like right, oh, he's now, a
0: phenomenal shape. Oh, is he really huge. good for him? Huge. He's no got friend. like abs. He's, I mean, like when you're, listen, I'm a heavy guy myself. So there's, when you lose enough weight, I mean, there's a point where like, unless you surgically have it, to, like your skin's only going to go so far with you when you're losing like a hundred plus pounds. But like, even through that, he has abs. Like he has gotten in crazy shape. I just listened to a pretty long podcast actually where he gets into it and talks about dieting It was pretty fascinating. Overall, a pretty like decent two to listen to speak. But yeah, funny bit. He was also, um, he's in a ton of stuff. We don't have to go overall, but yeah. Uh, let's just stick with boy meets world and mall rats are the two most important things to me. And then American history X.
1: And again, only for the fact that he is just a crazy character and it's just hard to unsee him doing that. This is not a uh, support supporting of that.
0: Yeah. So, and then we, uh, we cut to them at a bar where we meet crab man. Who's uh, his actual name is Darnell who uh, always hooks them up. Uh, so they like go on there and, and they call him crab man
1: because he hooks them up with expired crab meat. They can't. Yeah, Like stuff.
2: They said what illegal. I have what illegal things is crab man put giving Earl because he says something about. He said it was crab- like
0: illegal stuff they can't put in the crab cakes. Yeah. The word yeah. was a bit strange. Yeah. I so I was like, like,
3: I assume it's like crabs that were like shitting when
0: they died and stuff like that. Is that a thing? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, no, I'm not a crab cooker. Give us all the shitting crabs. Gordo, no, so you're I, the
1: uh, resident expert on shitting. So do you have a crab in this fight or a crab in this fight? as it were?
2: Crab crab in this fight? No, um, I, I'm not to i mean everything defecates when it dies so i mean i imagine if you boil it it's just gonna boil its poo oh Um, it's a marinade yeah kind of (laughs) but like you know i mean it's like you don't eat the 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 guts anyways from what i
1: understand i mean i'm more of a lobster guy than crab
2: man but i
0: prefer a lobster myself and joe all of these will kill you instantly right
1: oh yeah this is instant death any if i ate any of these they would just close my throat completely and i would die
0: that's very unfortunate. I'm a big fan of lobster. But yeah,
3: I mean, you don't know <laughs> why Joe hates the world so much.
0: Yeah, but also... Yeah, good thing moving to Maine.
3: Yeah, yeah I know, there's right? There's no seafood up there. No lobster there.
0: The The other thing we catch on is Crab Man and uh, Joy exchange glances to the point where I think it's very obvious as soon as they look at each other that he is most likely the father of Earl Jr. And at the very least, if you don't pick up on that at that point, that something is going on between the two of them because notes that she seems to like going there for some weird reason too.
2: And again, this is all like we have to frame we're 19 20 minutes into this podcast, but this all happens within the first like three minutes.
3: Yeah, this is all this the television intro.
2: show.
1: Yeah, they give you a lot real quick.
2: Yeah, so like it's all rapid fire, one after the other.
0: At the bar as well, this is when uh, someone Wanda, I believe her name is, goes up to the jukebox and plays B7. B7 <laughs> yes. Which is It Takes Two by Rob Base and DJ Easy Rock.
1: I specifically have, I'm not
2: gonna
0: it look it up because Android. I know somebody's going
1: to. Did this make anybody else think of the scene in Dirty Work where Chris Farley goes G-7? to play G7, G-7 on the G-7. jukebox? You just hit G
0: eight. What G eight?
1: The second it hit a jukebox and it was B seven, I was like. Oh my god! Please do the joke. Please do the joke. I was sad they didn't. No, also, I'm if like, I ever I can't own a jukebox, go to a jukebox has, you have saying, to put G yeah.
0: Seven yeah. Three Three fighting, fighting
1: Man. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, and Randy apparently this is Randy's uh, best song. Uh, like he's so excited by it, he does like that little lasso move to like reel the in Wanda rock? so he can dance with her.
2: I thought it was a fishing.
0: That was later on. Oh, I
2: think oh, he okay. lassoed
0: first time. I think he went to fishing later. So. Okay.
2: You know, that's also my go-to dance move.
0: You're uh, the lasso or the
2: fishing rod? The fishing rod. I thought your move was go to eating beans. That's also another one. That's a solo one. But if I'm trying to bring somebody in. <laughs> Can you do that while dabbing? I think I could. No, no, I can't because I need to.
0: You just got to find a way to merge them one to, into to the move. next. Yeah, Yeah, I guess I could merge
2: time. a dab into it. Maybe we'll have to put that on YouTube. I'll I'll film myself. Please don't. Out, out in the dog park with the Gordo eating
1: beans.
0: You could be the next Tinetta. And uh, for those of you unfamiliar <laughs> with Tanetta, go ahead and check that out on YouTube. You'll be pleasantly surprised.
1: Is anybody uh, surprised? I have no idea what you're talking
0: about. Right now. I know. No, for once, show, it's link.
3: normal that you don't know. I can't okay, fucking yeah. widow and I only know because of him.
0: Check out Tanetta <laughs> when you guys have a spare. let <laughs> no, no. Okay. So after this, now it cuts to a new scene. Right? Earl's outside, scratching a ticket. Hits for a hundred thousand dollars. Is so excited, screams, "I'm rich! I'm rich!" Jumps into the street. Instantly hit by a car. And I love that they 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 take the shot of the driver who's this elderly woman who just screams the whole time as she's still driving with him on the hood. Did That's, anybody
2: get the uh, Happy Gilmore vibe? The get yeah. me out of here, mister, yeah. Mister, yeah. Mister, yeah, say, mister, mister,
0: mister, mister? Yeah, yeah. And by getting hit by this car. Drops the ticket for a hundred thousand dollars he just won and it flies off into uh into I was gonna say space but it just you know flies off into the air
1: now we're a gaggle of degenerates what is the most money anybody here has won on a scratch ticket for me it was a thousand dollars think
0: for
3: yourself I don't I don't play them
0: I do three on out occasion, of four degenerates I've, good for you ferg I uh, yeah I've beat uh, up a little bit I've hit for four thousand once and I've hit for a thousand twice I so think- three times I've had a significant hit does I,
3: anybody else remember him winning a lot more than a hundred thousand dollars? I
0: thought it was like gonna be like a million yeah going back and watching this was like that's yeah it. in this world though like to them in the life lives they live a hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money but yeah but it's
3: just like not not to get like ahead of like this show I know we're only doing the first episode but he uses that money to do. A lot of things over the course of the show. That's why I thought it was at least a million, but and I mean, also you with taxes know that- taken
1: out, it's more like seventy three. <laughs> yeah. I think I knew I know somebody who won a hundred thousand dollars and their take home was seventy three. Was that
2: in this state or was that in Earl state? Yeah, it was that like was in Massachusetts,
1: so I'm yeah. sure it's probably a little different. Maybe
0: a little worse up here.
1: Do they say where they are in the show?
0: I'm uh, sure at some point, but I don't know if it's I don't, I don't know think, if it's announced in this episode. I don't think they do in I'm the sure first it episode. It feels later. like
1: Arizona, New Mexico, somewhere like that.
0: I kind of get that vibe, but um, yeah, I'm not too sure if that was ever disclosed in this specific episode. I, I think
2: they say the name of the town but yeah, um, um, later on, but I don't think they specifically name the state, like, because when they will get into it, but when they flash back to yeah. him as a child, I think that they talk
3: about okay. his yeah, school. I don't I don't
0: remember. I, I, I definitely don't have it written down anywhere, but... So I just
3: looked it up on one of Gordo's sources, Wikipedia, and it's called Camden County, and it's supposed to represent anywhere you are.
0: Oh, so, so it's not, not uh an it's actual not
3: city. A distinct place, yeah. Okay, so
0: they and they keep it vague. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, the ticket flies away. Now we cut to him in the hospital where his wife runs up to him and he's very medicated at this point. And she hands him um some papers to sign, which you know, he in his day state goes, Okay, and just signs Earl J. Hickey, writes his name down, and those were divorce papers and papers to sign over his trailer because Crabman's parents are kicking him out for growing weed in the closet <laughs> and they're she's he's gonna move in with them and they're probably gonna get married
1: i love see, probably going to get that's my favorite part of it we're gonna move in and probably get married
3: see i kind of wish like that didn't happen and like she stayed with earl but it was like everybody knew she was banging like uh, crap man like a kind of like a john Redcorn type of situation
0: i was okay with the way it turns out especially just even throughout this like first episode i think it worked out and the dynamic between earl and Crabman, like even in that moment like i know he's kind of drugged out there but we'll see it again later but you know he doesn't take it personal right it's it's you know yeah, nothing wrong not. between them it's always still hey earl hey crab man
2: yeah and i was gonna say too that um you know it also garners him a lot of sympathy as the anti-hero well yeah Our he's guy- not
0: a- he's like a shitty dude, but a lot of shitty things are happening to him. Yeah. Right? Like
2: him. he's in the hospital. He just got divorced and he just lost his house. You know, it, and it is disclosed it at that bad.
0: point that where joy says that Earl jr. Probably should be living with his father. So now we do know for sure that yeah, Earl they jr. give you the final button insider. to like yeah.
1: to prove it, you know,
0: while he's kind of reflecting on all this, it cuts to a shot of his trailer where now it's like his name, it starts off with the exterior and you see on the um on the mailbox, his name's already been scratched out and it says Darnell on it. And then we go inside and it's just Crab Man with like what looks like maybe whipped cream over his nipples chasing,
3: um,
0: you know, uh Joy who's only in her bra around the house having fun. Like this is like moments later, right?
1: There's never going to be a time where you do the like, Reverse varsity blues gag, and I don't find it funny. Like, if I was to see a can of whipped cream, my immediate first thought would be, I need to make a bra of this on myself, right? I'm now so glad you brought that movie up because yeah.
0: someone here I was once on vacation with <clears throat> in, I believe, New Jersey <laughs> years ago. And he came out of the bathroom with a shave and cream rendition of the varsity blues uh, situation. Only he also
1: the whole part tops and bottoms also
0: added a Superman logo, I believe, on his chest, (laughs) but did it in the mirror. So it was a backwards Superman
3: (laughs) (laughs) S, it was an F for Ferg. Oh alright. I mean, so, whoever that was.
0: Yeah, so uh we won't say who it is, but it was an F for Ferg. Coincidentally it has nothing to do with the Ferg that's in this uh conversation right now. But did that person say,
1: do just the top or are they tops and bottoms?
0: I think it was full. <laughs> My memory's a little hazy. We were we were much we're talking about those drunk stories. Very earlier? Intoxicated. There you go. <laughs> but <laughs> so yeah, so I'm glad you brought up the varsity blues thing because uh that one hits near and dear.
1: So for Patreon content, we're gonna have to have uh. The person I'll do it again. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we we have a contest. We'll have the the fans vote who's a who <laughs> can't stand Jay's Picture <laughs> some of the. I was stuff, gonna say I you'd be that, all over it. Yeah, some of the stuff in our lives that would have been captured if we had camera phones is pretty terrifying.
2: Yeah, I know. I kind of feel bad for the kids now because, like, all that, like, from the time they're little to forever, everything is captured. Us at least we got to escape or or at least the camera phones that we had when we were doing degenerate shit wasn't uh that bad.
1: Right. And no proof of yeah. crimes.
2: Exactly, exactly. And I feel like today you can't get away with anything anymore because um, you know, there's just cameras everywhere. Whereas we could, you know, we could we were the last of the of the Mohegans. Mohegans. <laughs> yes, that's what I was looking for.
1: <laughs> I if, know why nothing has else, if nothing else, if we cut all of that out, I, would, I want the um button on this <laughs> one Mohicans. to be like that just at the end of the episode, the last of the Mohicans thing. <laughs> that was super funny.
0: So, yeah, so now Earl's laying in bed and he's watching Carson Daly's late night show, which I forgot was even a thing. I forgot that Carson Daly had like his late, late night, whatever one. He had like the 2 a.m. start he, time, right? Yeah, he had like, yeah, the late, yeah. late
3: show. He so had a show until recently. He got replaced a few years ago by. Was that. he on for he like, a while? I, Jordan,
0: yeah. Uh, James, oh, Corden, really? I he's thought. been on like this whole time. I didn't even realize. Yes. Yeah,
3: he had a very
1: late night show, and I oh. think he's been like a top 40 type of like Casey Kasem style DJ the whole time. He like, probably still is. He's
0: the guy you hire when Ryan Seacrest is unavailable for something. I was gonna say, he's kind of you can't like get the, Ryan Seacrest or oh, that guy from Sugar to Ray. Turn. I was okay, just gonna so say, he's on like that pecking water. I thought that this all happened to Earl in the daytime. I think so it did. Yeah, I think it was just they used the device. I don't know if you're supposed to dig too far into the specifics of when he was watching. I wasn't okay. the impression it was daytime.
2: Yeah, I got the impression it was daytime and I was like, why is Carson Daly on? It's yeah. like that's like three o'clock in the morning.
0: But yeah, that's- so this kind of sets up what, what will end up being kind of the whole um theme of the show now.
3: Oh no, it was nighttime because uh Randy was asleep and you didn't want to wake him up.
0: Oh, okay. oh,
3: good call. Good eye for so. Uh,
0: so, yeah. So Earl's watching Carson Daly and I don't know who the guest was. It was some country singer, right? I'm not. I'm, I didn't look at sure. it. He's like, well, let's talk about you, Carson. Like, how how did you get to be so successful? And he's like, I just chalk it all up to karma. Like I do good things and good things come back to me. And that really resonated with Earl. And then he realized, like, you know, maybe that's why all this misfortune's happening to him, right? He's done a lot of bad things in his life. And now the one time something good happened, the world took it away immediately. And that's bad karma. So he said, from Carson's lips to my morphine-laced ears. <laughs> and, yeah. You know, from that moment forward, he decided it was time to make a change. And now we see him at this uh, motel where Earl and Randy had to move into um, because, you know, he lost his trailer to Joy. And that's where we meet Catalina. Ooh, uh, the maid. Catalina. Yeah, who uh, her and Randy took on a very fast friendship. And I know that this show came out after my name is Earl, but I also like when I see her now, um, I always think of Ruxin's wife from the league.
1: Oh, yeah. That's Ruxin's wife from the league. I didn't put
0: that yeah. together. Yeah. Which oh. we would definitely have to cover. Oh, yeah. The league oh, would yeah. definitely come up at some point in time. But, yeah, she's, listen, uh, Nadine Velasquez, I believe is her name, and I am very much in love with her.
3: Gorgeous.
1: i didn't think to yes. look that up i love the league i never put the two together that's really yeah. funny she's great in that too
0: yeah phenomenal and i Chill, think that came out maybe as soon as
1: oh there's a lot of 9-11 ties in the league steve ren is easy i'm glad he made it out of the towers okay
0: okay 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 <laughs> i'm sorry so, i got him started my bad no you know he's gonna find something later that'll help him get weird. it out of his system that's true it's it's, bit, i'm probably done now yeah uh, so uh Earl's now still, he's reflecting on this concept of karma, which he thinks is something that Carson Daly created, which I love (laughs) love that. And, uh, and that's when, um, like, who is this Carson Daly? Is he some sort of spiritual leader? And that's where Earl, you know, announces that he's made a list of every bad thing he's ever done. And now it's, you know, it's his job to correct all those things. And he thinks if he knocks everything off this list, then good things will start happening to him.
1: What are some of the best ones on the list? My favorite ones were uh,
3: peed in a cop car. <laughs> left, so. I'm not proud of that anymore. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm not proud um, of anymore. Harmed and possibly killed innocent people with secondhand, secondhand smoke. smoke. Yeah. I mean, he's like, how do you even fix that? Like, you like, how do you reverse that one?
2: Stole a car from a one-legged woman.
0: Yeah. And um, most importantly, in the one that this episode will end up be focusing on is he picked on Kenny James. Actually before we do that
1: though I think one piece of the episode we forgot to mention that I thought was really funny was when he loses the ticket Randy is just walking through the highway <laughs> trying, oh, trying, trying to, to find, find it, find yeah, it yeah, yeah. in heavy traffic which is just such a great visual
0: Yeah nice little quick bit that they threw in there
1: So one uh, thing though
2: too about Earl's list how did he fit all of those things on that piece of paper
0: With the magic of television
2: small handwriting <laughs> Yeah I don't I mean, yeah, know. I look list, at my notes and I'm thing. like, I'm like, you know, it's a one, one note thing.
0: It's one of those things like having watches, you come to just accept it. But yeah, when he first says, short I wrote hand, down man, every bad hand. thing I ever did, you go, well, that's a small piece of paper. It couldn't have been that long. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Really yeah. We don't know anything list. about his
1: parents. Maybe his mom was a stenographer and he learned how to type. Yeah. He's <laughs> he really things. going short. Write really,
3: really shorthand. Maybe it's like Willy Wonka paper and it like unfolds like a thousand times and it's just like
0: huge yeah so yeah, they never, uh, see as that. far as we he's, know
1: in the first episode they never show it so it could expand
0: yeah and he's trying to like uh you know start immediately right so it's they're outside in the the area of this motel like near the pool and he's trying to just pick up all the trash where catalina stops him because she doesn't want the the manager to get used to it looking that way so he wants everything <laughs> you know she wants everything as is but he's like i can't it's on the list i have to pick everything up and like notably thinks he has to make up for every piece of trash he's ever littered. So he has to clean for God knows how long in his brain now to correct all this.
1: I do like that means in his brain, he does have at least a base number. Of yeah, he has a he's idea. Made That he he feels like he'll hit a point where he knows it's enough.
0: Yep. And as he's doing this, uh, picking up the trash, the scratch ticket magically flies back to him. So the concept of karma is now coming in, you know, into reality. There is some truth there. He's starting to turn his life around and this money is finding him again.
1: So then he takes the money. He wants to start doing good, but he does get some stuff for himself, including uh, fixing up. Does he have a um, El Camino? I think so. I I I I didn't know what
3: kind specifically. And I was definitely
1: an El Camino. It's an El Camino Camino or a Ranchero. They're very similar but two different companies and I can't place which one it was. Yeah, pretty sure it was an El Camino. Camino.
3: It's definitely an El
0: Camino. When he uh, when he cashed in the ticket, they show him at the lotto office as well. And he like takes that awkward eye shut photo. And I was, I was trying to think like, I can't remember specifically, but like, is a hundred thousand, the kind of big check photo or is it like a I million or so. more? I was thought it was like, a, you have to win like a million for the big check. I that's think it's that, like 500,000. It what's
3: that contest? Uh, when they go to your door, publishers, with, clearance yeah, house, yeah, whatever. That's like the publishers' clearing
0: house check. They wouldn't No, but they do the those bad, for the lottery too. They I they see do. the pictures all the time. Yeah. You see yeah. them like when for you a, go to a convenience store, like the lottery.
2: No. So you can actually request at the lottery office one for a dollar. I've seen like memes of people like in the paper, get the big thing for just like a $1 scratch ticket, which you, you can owe go the, down and you
0: probably owe the money though. Cause there's probably a no. fee for that. After no, 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 no.
1: no, I found the place. There's one place that specializes in making them. I almost got one made last year when I donated that money to my friends. Things called friend
3: big checks. <laughs>
1: But it was like the office thing where it was like, well, it's going to cost you $60 to get the check made. And you're taking that money out of the charity taking money. Away from like, your maybe own we donation. just don't do that. Yeah. But I did look into it and you can get them of all different sizes. And there's upgrades to like, what kind of paper do you want it corrugated? So it never breaks. It, it, there's a lot of weird options.
0: I'll keep that in mind. For, I, I can't imagine anything I'll ever need that for, but I, I'm the kind of person that would do why that, that why is that a thing
3: though it's like it's basically just a trophy because you, you get a small check too you
0: don't it's a you yeah can't you can't bring that to the, the it's check. a photo op it, it's just so for what's the, photo the
3: point of being able to get one for low amounts of money i, I don't understand i uh, so, so you it's, can it's, take it's,
1: the picture for a joke yeah
0: so yeah it's just for a joke but you but can a, a lot of yeah, times yeah they're just photo opportunities if you work for That's a company what I mean.
3: why why is it an option like for, because for small things if it's only for a joke because they probably charge you and people are stupid and want to be on the internet.
0: Well, I'm sure they make their money on legitimate donations, but if you're willing to pay the $60 to make a $5 big check, then the, they don't care. They'll print it for whatever. Oh, they're I meant just a, they're just a printing itself, company
1: itself, like Gordon yeah. was talking about.
2: I mean, I imagine the lottery office just has one standard one that's almost like white, white. Well, maybe board. they dry
0: race on it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just, I can't I imagine. I don't think you're taking it home with you, yeah. Yeah,
2: Yeah. I don't think that they're taking it home. I think that, but you, you know what, how about this? Next time I win more than, a, when I win my usual $1 or $5 on scratch tickets because I don't ever win anything big, I'm going to go and inquire in the uh, lotto office with... Uh, you're going
3: to get thrown out of the yes. lotto No, office. no, no, so you like know not what, even if I do it... If
2: I do it, I will put it on our Instagram of me.
0: Thank you,
3: <laughs> thank
2: you, prime bro-
0: content, guys. Keep, keep <laughs> posted. Next time, Gordon wins a dollar. We have, we do we have the post for you. <laughs> I also noticed that when he got the money, like he just took it in cash and was shoving it all into his glove box, <laughs> and you're like, is it, what? Do you not have a bank? I guess it makes sense. There's no way. No, that, no. there's no way. Way. This, this tracks the, movie never, for the character. But at this point, you don't think, like, maybe... But, again, when we look at the world that we've just been in, introduced to, it, it, it tracks. It makes a lot of sense.
3: Yeah, I know. He's white trash. He wouldn't have a bank account. He probably doesn't have a
0: social security number, let alone a bank Maybe account.
2: he just doesn't trust banks. I mean, definitely has a social security number.
0: And then um, Earl sends Randy to talk to Kenny's parents, because as we talked about... Um, I love this part. Kenny was Kenny was on his list. That was one of the first things he <laughs> wanted to cross off the list. Kenny was a kid that he went to school with. He sends... uh randy to kenny's parents house to try to get information on where he lives now so he can make up you know his past you know indiscretions towards him and um the trick is to give randy four beers four is his like magic number so he's like good at lying and after that it gets a little unpredictable they said and then uh we cut into randy inside of kenny's parents house and you see him like very charming like doing very well talking to them you gotta talk about super, that
3: house, by
0: the way. Yeah, so parents are very friendly, super nice, like overly nice. But oh my god, how many like uh, bird figurines were all over the house? <laughs> like, it's like, Joe Dirt's
1: parents house. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's Dirt's, Dirt's parents' house. That's what I was gonna say. Joe Dirt's parents
0: with a clown. Dolls. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there were figurines of birds everywhere. It's weird because like people, I I don't have strong feelings towards birds one way or another. Um, people love birds. But there is also something kind of creepy about them, especially when you go that extreme with it, where your house is just like laced in bird figurines. I was gonna say it doesn't matter what
2: you're really obsessed with. Yeah, if it's it, overdone. Yeah, if you have that of many of Gates anything. hotel, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter what you have. I mean, if you have any. If you're of, of
1: one thing, that's all you collect.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, well, I mean, we all have that one thing that we collect. Sure. You no, know, but like we all don't, but our
0: houses aren't full of that. I feel like I, I, we can go around with this real quick. Like we all have our things, like you said, and like, I'll collect some like figures. And stuff. like, I had some toys from when I was a kid, still some like old wrestling figures and like my setup, I kind of have a bunch of that stuff on display, but I don't have like a massive collection of any one particular thing that I'm very hard into. Uh, Joe, um, you, you very notably are very big on collecting vinyl.
1: Yeah, about 4,000 records or something at this point.
0: Do you catalog those like when it gets to that point? Like, do you have like a list of everything that you have formally?
1: Yeah, there's a website that I catalog them on and a backup website. They're also cataloged on in case. Well, in okay case ever goes, down. Website goes
0: down. <laughs> yeah, I used to have that with breweries. I attended. I used to be a site where I could track every brewery I'd visited because at that point, it had been like maybe a little it had been something around like 200 different like tap rooms, a little over 200 different like rooms I'd gone to. And then the, the the app went away, and I'm like, "Well, there goes that list." There goes that, you know. Yeah. Uh you guys, you guys collect oh, that, anything?
3: That giant list you have is gone.
0: Of breweries, yeah. Yeah, I can. Oh, I sucks. have a way to track that it down because I I catalog every beer I've had, but uh, it would it would take some time. I'd have to re go through everything, and in my travels, I've always taken pictures. I like I I can redocument it, but the thing I had yeah, is now gone.
1: The the one master list.
0: Yeah. You guys uh, collect anything in particular? I got uh, Nightmare on Elm
3: Street merchandise and also uh Disney's the Haunted Mansion merchandise.
0: What a what a what a like Jekyll and Hyde collection <laughs> you have.
1: <laughs> like super scary and super not scary at the same time.
0: It's yeah. the one, it's the the lure the kids in and then, the, <laughs> and, then and then the next room is, is a scary. It's all room. Supernatural. Yeah, yeah they're all forks
1: children now. Go on I mean,
0: anything I, for you? Yeah, so I have
2: in my kitchen, I have a lot of chicken themed stuff. And then in my living room, I collect hedgehogs of various, you know, figurines and stuffed. To- Why are you guys laughing? They- I didn't laugh at those stuff.
3: What the fuck?
0: And then I'm not even going to talk to you I, about I have my wrestling toys. I'm not here to judge.
3: I'm sorry, you have chickens and hedgehogs.
1: Ferg started laughing, and then I just couldn't handle not laughing because Ferg was. But then all I could think of is that you just have an entire room full of chicken limbos. And it's
3: <laughs> chicken limbo is the one.
1: i don't laugh at your stuff that's hurtful
0: how i'm I'm curious you're banging
1: on all this instagram content you want to make how about we do a chicken limbo contest next time we're
0: all around (laughs) we can uh maybe we'll post uh like little pieces of all our our personal collections uh i I will
2: and i even have a secret hedgehog that i have maybe i'll make that an instagram video i'll show you my secret hedgehog is he as fast as lightning? No, he's a dryer ball. Oh, <laughs> but you'll you'll see, you'll see. You know what? I will I will make it, and I can will I, send. Can it I just
0: you. ask, or just confirm with me? Please tell me you didn't like go on eBay and buy a dryer ball that was advertised to be shaped like a hedgehog. No, I was I walking
2: through. No, so, no. So I was walking through a Bed Bath and Beyond, and I saw little dryer balls that looked like hedgehogs, and I went, "Oh, okay, how yeah, they're on sale." So
0: were they deliberately?
2: sculpted to look like hedgehogs? So they're regular dryer balls, reusable dryer balls, which are white with the spikes yeah. on it, which are the, the natural ones, but they put little a little snout and little eyeballs. So they, Okay, so it they, was
0: done intentionally.
2: Yes, it was. Okay, it okay. was absolutely done intentionally. This
0: wasn't like my, my Dorito looks like Jesus and went on. <laughs> no, 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 okay. no, no, no,
2: no, 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 nothing like that. Nothing okay. like
1: that. Now, does this also vibrate? Is it a massage groundhog that you bought by accident? <laughs> <laughs> what? No, it's a dryer ball. Okay. it doesn't
2: all no right. no it's a dryer ball i mean you put okay. it in the dryer and you know i also have a collection of poop toys like poop emojis i have oh, one that's a christmas one that
3: sings a Jesus uh a Christ. parody of you can't touch this you also collect dank memes
2: i do collect dank memes that's my biggest my biggest well you're collection. also
1: you distribute them too you're more like an importer exporter when it comes i am. to I dank am. memes. the dank okay so to
0: so to move on from all this <laughs> uh Randy, Randy's sitting there with Kenny's parents and he's claiming to be the class president, which is kind of a good in to be able to get the address of him. Right. And uh, in the process his, um, uh Kenny's father offers him a beer. He's like, I, oh, I would love a beer. And, <laughs> and as we know, like past four, we get to this unpredictable territory. Right. Where the very next scene is the cops racing in as Catalina and Earl are standing outside and we now find out that he went from uh 4 beers and had an additional 5 um at <laughs> Kenny's parents' house and so now he's at 9 and you just see him sprinting through the yard trying to escape uh the, you know the house another great Nick,
1: Jason Lee voiceover where is like 9 seems to be the magic number <laughs> yeah. yeah and,
0: and I, uh, love- I love the scene that they cut to they they show what happened and he's just sitting next to Kenny's father on the couch and the mother walks by and she's looking for the yearbook and she goes to bend down and he just nudges the dad and goes dibs <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> But at least he did get the address first. So things did work out. So now we see the three parked out in front of Kenny's house. And um he's just kind of like walking in. I think he had like a bag of fast food or something in his hand. And um that's when we get the flashback of Earl and Kenny as kids, and they're in uh Earl's just yelling something at him. They're they're playing like kickball, and Earl's just heckling him as he's a he's like going up and it's his turn to kick. And I thought it was gonna be like, um, Kenny whiffs and like strikes out or something because he's distracted, but he actually gets like this kick. And uh, as he's running the first, proud of himself, Earl just abruptly just kicks him right in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so
3: hard.
1: That little kid, too, sells it really well. The really kid nice. in the yeah. wheelchair throws him the ball and he gets him up.
2: Yeah.
0: And, and then he, he spikes the ball at head. him. Yeah. yeah. That scene played really nice. Yeah. I thought that was really funny. That's and then true. Earl oh, explains after that cutaway that he's just been following uh kenny for days to try to figure out how to make up from i make up to him like everything he had done in the past so you kind of see these various scenes of like kenny just kind of sitting home alone every night uh he's eating in front of the television works at his job at uh copy hut as the assistant manager they show him cleaning his car doing some like yard work like mowing the lawn or something like that
1: powder blue le car
0: one thing
3: I like about all that too is like his life's not that good. Like that's like not something you strive for to be like like a, a copy like like a yeah. Staple. It's not it's a terrible manager. life, but, but yeah. Earl's like his yeah. life's all together. I like like well yeah. I, I know. mean he, he has like a job,
0: one. a car, like everything's like he has he has like the nicest house on the block. He said so. Like things aren't too bad. So but he identifies that the problem is that he's just very lonely.
2: So I was but, gonna yeah. say, do you guys to, know to to that Earl, the yeah. the Lacar was really a car?
0: Yeah,
1: this is a uh, this is a Seinfeld bit too. George DeSantis' oh. parents had it, and they called him Lay George. Oh,
2: because I went and I did all this research. It was a real car. I didn't think it was a real car. I
1: thought you ever heard of Lay Car up. before? It was <laughs> no. like a 70s, like a Econo car.
3: Yeah, apparently it's coming back all this in 2025. Research, which you, mean, oh. mean you just typed it in Wikipedia? No, I didn't. This 2025? actually came from
2: CNET's Roadshow. Thank Ooh, you very much. Fancy. So, yeah, but it's coming back in Europe in 2025, so our European listeners, you can buy an electronic Le Car.
0: Everything, that's the thing are, now. Everything back ones in electronic. Yeah, back They're in doing that with Hummer cover. too. Hummer's coming back, but it's going to be electronic, and it's not even owned by Hummer anymore.
3: That's like how we talked about the, the Dart coming back a couple weeks ago, whenever that was.
0: Yeah, and all these things, like the Bronco just came back and like, and with every example we just gave, they will all be gone a year or two after they, they, they redebut. But, yeah, there's yeah, a yeah, lot like of when They brought Crystal Pepsi back. Already gone. I got one w- before <laughs> it was gone, though. I did have a Crystal Pepsi. I was all yeah, it about take. it and
3: never bought one. So. You guys know he, that
0: Surge is back, too. Surge has been back. Yeah. But you know what the thing about Crystal Pepsi was with me upon having one? I was like all excited that Crystal Pepsi was back. And then you drink one and you realize this tastes just like Pepsi. And I don't like Pepsi that much. <laughs> so I was I fighting words for Ferg. Yeah. I know I Ferg's like a big Pepsi. Pepsi guy. I'm not a big soda guy in general anymore. But um, with the Coke and Pepsi debate, I was a Team Coke guy. And above and beyond all that in the rare event that i have a soda it's going to be a moxie because it's the greatest soda ever created
1: oh it's disgusting it's
0: disgusting you're the worst
1: that's a spite soda you don't actually enjoy that you drink that so no, i grew, can say you're I grew up that. on it
0: like my dad drank it my grandfather drank it like he throws down a moxie me. while watching caveman you're going, this Which, is great when i grew up that was the soda in my house so like that's what soda tasted like to me that that was I find that that hard was to
1: believe because i feel like i've been hanging out your house since we were seven years old and i don't recall that much moxie in your house
0: well it's not like we had a stash like i like moxie <laughs> i wouldn't say <laughs> i identify basement. like moxie is a huge you mean, part you, of you my you mean you
3: never walked into the gaglione moxie cellar? like yeah again <laughs> uh, we speakeasy. talked about clark's
0: trading post last week's episode uh for everybody loves raymond um clark's trading post has like a moxie like mini museum so if you they ever do, find it's yourself pretty cool. there yeah so, if you want some moxie memorabilia and you find yourself in uh, the New England area, up in New Hampshire, check out Clark's Trading Post.
3: And then throw yourself off the White Mountains if you're that lame. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Have you ever, do you don't like Clark's? Not at 35. No.
0: I haven't been there since I was a child, but I mean, yeah, I'd go. I I like, I'd go like tomorrow. 15, but I would love to go. go. We'll set up a day. All right, we're you know, going. Maybe we'll all we'll
3: take a, va- a field trip together. I'm not yeah. coming. I just said.
2: Maybe or we'll, or go can oh, we'll, we'll go to Canaby Lake. Lake and I'll go to
3: Canaby Lake.
0: All right. So I don't um, think so, I'd go on a
1: ride ever again. I just don't have the desire. But I will walk around Canaby Lake Park and yeah, go I'm to that, that stuff. Go to that park where they part where they drink beers with all the dads or whatever and then play skee ball.
0: All right. Well, let's make plans after we're done recording this episode. So moving <laughs> forward, uh <laughs> meet and greet at Canaby it, Lake. It's <laughs> it decided that uh, uh at least to Earl that Kenny's a very lonely guy, and that's that's what he wants to um amend is uh he figures he can cross kenny off his list by getting him laid <laughs> that, that's the thing he's it's to, to most people on earth you would you would decide that someone's lonely and the way to resolve that is with companionship or find them um a lover you know uh someone to be with but to earl it's just you know get this guy laid he'll be fine
1: heart's in the right place but strange move
0: yeah, I yeah. mean, that's who Earl is, but he's trying. So he calls her yeah. on Patty the daytime hooker <laughs> to, to have sex with him.
1: I also love that's a proper name, too. It's like Patty, who is a daytime hooker. He says her name as yeah. if it is Patty, Patty
3: the, the daytime, daytime hooker. hooker. Was it Patty that played the song on the jukebox at the beginning? No, that no. was Wanda. Wanda, Wanda. okay. Yeah.
2: No, and that that also, she's probably the funniest character on this. She's great. Yeah, yeah she is.
0: And then, um, yeah, so she goes into Kenny's house. I think she announced that she was with, like, Greenpeace or something like that. And Yeah, uh, she says she's from Greenpeace. And she's kind of in and out quick. And, and there's a line that tags with it is that she's usually pretty quick when she's at places, houses. She <laughs> but, doesn't but, charge uh, a
1: lot, but she gets her money on quantity. Yeah, she, she <laughs> yeah. doesn't charge
0: much, so she makes up for that on turnover, which I <laughs> which got a good goes, got any time for me? <laughs> like... And then Patty explains that they didn't even have sex, but uh, he did donate $10 to help monkeys. Yeah, and I like that
2: it. it also brings out my favorite line when she says, "I even pulled out my good boob."
0: Yeah, she pulled out the
1: good one. <laughs> my good boob.
0: <laughs> so Earl is basically like, "Okay, so Plan A is failing, so I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to figure this out myself." He he knocks on the door. Kenny sees Earl for the first time since they were children and is horrified, and he like runs into the house. Earl and Randy chase after him, and then Earl kind of gives him the plan, like, "Hey, we're just here to help you. You're lonely. I'm just trying to get you laid." And uh, this was like maybe my favorite line of the whole show is Randy sees a magazine uh, next to his bed like in the drawer, and he's like Earl, I think you're trying to sell a cat to a man who fancies dogs. Yeah, <laughs>
3: man's man magazine.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's man's man magazine. magazine. So we find out here that Kenny is um, he's gay. He's not looking for a woman. He, I mean, the lonely <laughs> factor here. still applies. But um, yeah, he's not he's not in search of a uh, Patty, the daytime hooker. And uh, yeah, so Love the reaction to this was so phenomenal because Earl and Randy had never been in the presence of a gay person in their life and panic and run they like just the run wind. away. Yeah, they just run straight out of the house. Also, at this point, doesn't
1: Kenny right before that, too, doesn't he spray himself in the face with Mace? But L- no, that's after later that after? on. OK, later
2: on. And so I like how, go back. how the narration also goes, maybe running wasn't the best idea.
0: Yeah. Like he's growing as this whole thing unwinds, right? He's real. Even in that moment, he's like, we probably took it a little too far there. We didn't need to run. So now, now we go back to the motel and Earl's still panicked. He's like, Kenny's off the list. He's like, "Gave special circumstances. I don't have to help out with special circumstances, special
1: circumstances.
0: Yeah. He's, he doesn't know how to take any of this. He's just so floored and um they go to walk into his specific room and it's trashed and then we get surprised by joy just whacks him right <laughs> in the back of the head with a phone and uh she starts trying to she found out about the lottery ticket so now she's trying to like you know i want my money earl and then uh she said something to Callie like who's the who's the whore or something like that and like they, they kind of square each other up for a second
3: yeah i love, I love that when randy comes in she hits him too there's no reason to him at that point
2: yeah yeah because randy went to go and get um bending machine hamburgers
3: that's right for them. I couldn't and remember he comes why back he didn't come in with them
2: yeah and he comes back and he's like oh we, we only had like one mellow yellow so we're gonna have to split it and then he, that's when he gets whacked
1: no you're aware mellow yellow is right this isn't a slice scenario like last week
2: no it's a citrus <laughs> drink
0: yes yes okay. so that so i, I also, do know i also <laughs> love when um he asked when, when, well when she says like i want my half and he says, well, I wanted a legitimate baby and a wife that doesn't huff paint on Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> I just love this world in general that they created this, like, you know, this white trash Americana. Like it it's just, yeah. I don't know everything about it. Like it's not relatable in the fact that like, I don't know, like living up in like, you know, we're all from Boston our whole lives and you don't see a lot of that around here but there's still something familiar about it that like just works and i I don't know It really the whole episode i thought it was really
3: funny i do wonder where he had the money stashed if she tore that room apart and didn't find it, we saw him toss most of it in his glove box earlier oh that's right
0: i don't know if he fit all of it although i mean i guess 100 it's like depending on the size of the bills you can you could probably get that in there and then um i also noticed um joy's wing um this like tank top that says like america rocks rocks where um the 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 shape of the United States is like gu- is made into a guitar. It was like there it it was so perfect. Like it's so perfect. I was trying to her. say
3: too she she plays a great redneck. She always has. Yeah. She's in Joe Dirt when she's his fake sister. You're my sister.
0: I don't want to isolate <laughs> any of our right. fan base, but so sorry if you're a huge kid rock fan, but she looks like a huge kid rock fan.
1: <laughs> sorry Goro. Kid Rock also in Joe
0: Dirt. Yeah. <laughs> it's first it's to bring Joe Dirt the third yeah, time this episode yeah. I mean, it's definitely very similar. Words, that, right? that, that. Yeah, we can, we can see hard, all man. these things taking place in like neighboring towns.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, even though that, you know, we we have our own, it's not like a typical southern trailer trailer park trash, which is what this is depicting. But or, or Midwest or Southwest, everybody has their own that they can kind of relate to. And what i'm and, looking
0: for and, and i love there too we, we still get that call back to like hey earl hey crab man like, yeah <laughs> it doesn't matter what's going on between them like what's yeah, there's that there's no like issue on, between the two of them Those guy, two, you, don't, like, you can't hate them yeah they just know like hey listen this issue is between me and joy and and i know that and you know that and we're still cool and, and i like that about them and um you know that's karma coming back at him right like he wasn't going to help kenny so now joy comes and trashes his place so uh you know now it's uh it's time to try again. So this is when this is when Kenny sees Earl back at the house because Kenny comes home to Earl already standing inside of the living room and he panics.
1: <laughs> That's what it is. He, He's already in the living he room. He takes out yep.
0: the he takes out the mace and it's facing the wrong way and he maces himself pretty good. And there's uh you know it's so slapsticky,
1: he, but it works really well. Yeah,
0: it works because it's not it's 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 slapsticky, but it wasn't done overly. It works in this world. It, it it's not it's not done too too crazy.
2: Yeah, it was just the right amount.
0: Yeah, and he and uh he's finally coming to and they're sitting at the dining room table together, because um Earl helped put milk in his eye until you know like things started to to work, uh, you know, his eyes started to work clearly again.
3: Yeah, because Earl's been mace so many times, he picked up a thing or two.
0: Yeah. And and I love um, so now Earl's trying to talk to him and he and he goes to ask him, like, why don't you have a man? But he's still so afraid to say it, he like whispers it at first. He's like very timid. He's like, What why don't you have a man? because he's (laughs) like he's still so afraid to address the subject yeah which i mean
2: is probably on par for that character like he he, and jason lee plays this character perfectly like the mannerisms everything like like he is so good in
3: this role yeah he nails it Like, like and
2: everybody on this show nails their roles even like i assume that that the, the guy he's helping, I forget his name, but he is probably a one-off character. Like I assume that we're going to be introduced to a lot of one-off characters. Yeah. Like
0: this episode is to cross that thing off the list. So w- whether sure or not you back. watch future I mean, episodes of the show, know. though, you you come to understand that every episode most likely will be a new thing is crossed off the list. Right. So this is Kenny's episode.
2: Yeah. So even Kenny is played perfectly on this. So, I mean, it, you know just wanted to point that out that this has a good really amount good. of
1: timid but also anger towards earl he plays it pretty well and then you know you get the heart in it too at the end
0: and i like here yeah. where so he's trying to explain to kenny i have to help you it's on my list i have to cross you off
1: He explains the whole list concept to him and this is Carson when daily
0: yeah and, and <laughs> this is and then he's like oh you're talking about karma he's like, oh, you're a Carson Daly fan too. <laughs> like, And I, lo- I love that callback. I love this idea that he just doesn't understand that karma is a pre-existing concept that has nothing to do with Carson Daly. I haven't so, seen
3: yeah.
1: the show since it came out for probably around that time or whatever. And now I feel like anytime anybody mentions karma, I'm immediately going to think of Total Request Live and be so mad about it.
0: <laughs> this is, um, you know, Hater. Kenny finally kind of like, now that he knows that Earl's being genuine, like he... He opens up to him a little bit and he's like, listen, he's like, I don't have someone because nobody knows I'm gay other than you now. Like, I'm not out. And he's like, where in this town would I even meet a guy? Like, you know, th- there's no one else around here. And Earl's like, just go into the city. Don't they have special bars for the queers? uh, <laughs> Homosexual Americans. <laughs> <laughs> Which and is also the-
1: just very much a, a Simpsons callback. When he's with the John Waters episode, and like, I, I like you know what that. be called queers, don't you? It's like yeah, that or John. It's yeah, such a it's a uh, joke.
0: It's one of those jokes that it's like because of who said it and what his character is, and he's flawed enough. Like it, it doesn't. It's, uh, like a, it's not seen as offensive because you know how flawed of a character. It's a he childlike
3: is. innocence. Like yeah, he like he's, a, he's he's not also not so you know he's to trying offensive. to get better and do. Yeah, better, he's not so saying it in it any. It as a bad with thing, any
0: yeah malicious intent like that is he just doesn't know how to approach this and um kenny tells him like i tried going to a bar once i was i was too scared i i sat in front of the door and i just couldn't make my way in so earl offers to go with him
1: he wingmans him
0: so now uh the next scene is earl kenny and brother randy are all in the bar And uh, Randy only agreed to go because he loves bubbles. And you just see this, like, the (laughs) bubble machine. And, like, Randy is just mesmerized. He can't take his eyes off the bubbles.
3: I wish it was a person named Bubbles (laughs) instead.
0: (laughs) That's not what I signed up for. Yeah, and this is where so Earl's like, okay, now let, I gotta find a guy for you. Like, this is how I like, cross your name off the list. And Kenny explains to him, this is you. You can cross me off your list. Like the you got me here. This you've helped me. Like you got me to do this, and I was afraid to do this.
1: Earl Hickey went to Express and bought me a shirt. <laughs> yeah, another great line.
0: Why they hate on Express? I was gonna say Ferg loves Express. Ferg has bought many a wardrobes from uh, Express over the years. I think I bought a shirt there
1: once for junior prom.
0: But uh, yeah, he said, you know, when they were kids, Earl took his confidence away. And now all these years later, he's given it back. So, you know, we get some finality and now we can cross that name off the list. You know, the first the first thing on Earl's list is officially being, you know, struck off. And you see Kenny go off to talk to another guy and like, you know, do it on his own and um we we cut to the there's like this um drag queen cross-dressing like uh dj and he's uh he's going old school and he once again he plays it takes two and randy very very excited and this is where we get the uh, the fishing rail move in randy loves this song so much he you know any hesitations he's had about being around gay people is gone because this song is everything to him finds a guy on the dance floor reels him in and just starts dancing the night away it's a great
1: way to end the episode.
0: Yeah, that I thought I thought it was great. Um, that was that's, the end of the episode.
2: I was gonna say it's a feel good ending for this whole show. Like, and uh, yeah, I wasn't expecting such a feel good ending. For... Yeah, I think
0: I think it played really well. So, uh, anything else you guys want to bring up about the show? Anything you guys found interesting before we move on?
1: No, just everybody in the cast is amazing. Everybody in the show rules. What is, I, mean, you know what, I forget what Darnell's real name is. What has that guy been doing? I got
0: blown away by finding I've out seen, that. I've
3: seen him in a bunch of shit. He's always in like just like an extra or like, no, he's never a star. He's yeah, I'd have to look him up. And I feel and like stuff. unless he
0: had that wild hair, I wouldn't recognize him right yeah, away. Yeah,
1: the know, hair is so recognizable. He
3: he usually has it. And like, he's oh, really? In a few oh. Horror movies and stuff. And it's like, hey, it's Crab Man. Like, hey, Crab Man. Crab Man. It's also
1: crazy to think too, some of these shows you're like, wow, 2006, um, 2005. What year yeah, was it, Jay?
0: um let me go back. But yeah, we're talking about what 15 years or so since the show debuted. Yeah, 2005. So 2005. yeah, it's been 16 That's years since it came out.
1: Pretty crazy to think the show is that old now.
0: And this was the first time I've revisited it really um since the original run, so it was like really fun to go back and watch the show again. Let's go uh, right to it now because uh we've covered the whole episode, so let's just get right into that green light or cancel segment. Uh, I'm going to go in the order I see you guys in. Joe, I'm starting with you this time.
1: Sure. Yeah, I I I watched this when it was new. Um, occasionally it's one of those things where this came out, we would have been about 20 years old, right? So you're just not home a lot on a Thursday night. You're out doing stuff. So I'd catch it when I could, I always thought it was really funny when I saw it and it oddly made it to syndication, even though it was under a hundred episodes, it was on just 96. Yeah, you still catch it sometimes in syndication. So I see it here or there. And then, you know, I remember Kelsey watched all of it and was like, we have to rewatch this, we have to rewatch this. And now going back and seeing it again, I'm definitely just going to put that on the list of other shows we've done for this show. that I'm like, oh, I need to watch all of this now. Um, I love everybody in it. Greenlight. Um, that's pretty much it. You I don't have much on this one. It's just really good, really funny. And uh, a nice moment in time too, right? It feels like 2005 without being weird.
3: Ferg, do you? This is as close to a perfect show as you can get. They hit you with a ton of information, ton of stuff thrown at you the entire time, and it doesn't feel rushed or forced. All in a normal amount of time for a show, and it's expertly acted. I love this show. Like Joe, I'm probably gonna go back and rewatch it. Green light from me.
0: Gordo, what's up?
2: So I did watch this couple years after it aired. I think when it when Netflix digital was first a thing, and they put this. This was like one of the first big TV shows that they put on it, and I watched this front to back. I love this show. I thought everything about it. It was funny enough. It got a lot of laughs out of me. Um, I think it translates well too to today, even though it was made 15 years ago. It didn't seem like it was made that far that long ago. Green light, 100% for me. What about you, Jay?
0: Yeah. So to round things off, guys, I'm with all of you. Um, this was a show that I really loved in the past, and I try to always erase that from my brain when I watch shows for, for, uh, for our show. And, uh, there has been shows that I really like that I've canceled, uh, the pilot episode. This is not one of them. I love this. I'm green lighting it. Everything you guys said is accurate. Uh, I think they hit, I love what Ferg said about how they, they crammed a lot in, but it wasn't rushed. I agree hundred percent. So many things happened in this episode, but it paced really well. It wasn't like in your face. You didn't feel like you weren't catching up. Like it just, it was done very, very well. This was probably so far for us. This is our, what, 14th episode. This is the most trouble I've had not watching the second episode so far. <laughs> I really, really wanted to continue and, and I had to stop myself so I could see myself now that we're done watching it as soon as tomorrow morning. And uh, yeah, I, I love this show. I loved it then. I love it now. Green light. And, um, You know, again, we don't have Nick with us, so we're going to check in with him and we will update our social media. And when that post comes out, we'll have his rating on there alongside of ours. But for now, it's the four of us and we're going four for four, uh, four green lights, uh, potentially a perfect score, depending on his grading. For my name is Earl, so congratulations to Earl. You're living on to see another day. You've made it to episode two. Guys, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. You can check us out at s1e1pod.com. That's going to link you to all our social media, everywhere we can listen to us. Please give us a follow, rate, review, subscribe, do everything you can on all those. It means a lot to us. It helps us out a lot. Spread the word. Let everybody know that we exist. And for those of you who want to watch My Name is Earl. go check it out. It's currently on Hulu, where you can find all the seasons available for streaming. If you have Hulu, go check it out. That's all the time we have for today. Thank you so much. Goodbye.
1: Let's go to Express.
0: It takes two to make a thing go right.